On April 21st, 1977, a teenage boy saw something neither science nor the police could explain. He described a pale, alien-like creature with long fingers, a massive head, and huge eyes. Two hours later, another teenager spotted what sounded like the same creature standing beside a tree. Both boys drew what they saw, and the similarities between the two drawings are uncanny. As if two witnesses weren't enough, however, a teenage girl witnessed the same creature on the night of April 22nd. In the age of the internet, 4chan, and Photoshop, alien sightings are not unusual. But the thing that makes this particular case so interesting is that it happened right here in Dover, Massachusetts. To this day, the unexplained creature has been known as the Dover Demon. You're listening to Casting Vine Lake, based in Medfield, Massachusetts. We are your hosts, Maggie Scales and Grace Mitchell. For most, the term dead field means sleepy summer days with nothing to do. But for an unfortunate few, it takes on a much darker meaning. Today, we'll be discussing the strange sightings that occurred in Dover, Massachusetts on April 21st and April 22nd, 1977. Is there any truth to the mystery of the Domer demon? Let's find out. Dover is a small town north of Midfield with a minuscule population of 6,279. Some may describe Dover as the idealized New England town. Old churches, tight-knit community, scenic roads, the whole shebang. Not much goes on in Dover. It has a singular Dunkin' Donuts, five churches, one small cafe-pizza shop combo, and enough rock walls to re-fortify Hadrian's Wall. Who would have guessed that one of the most famous alien sightings in the world would occur in Smallville, Massachusetts? where the average student's idea of a good time is probably hitting all five churches in one day. Okay, this is really funny because it kind of reminds me of when we used to walk uptown and literally hit all five churches in one day. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I mean, it is the the town itself is definitely similar to Midfield, but... Given, smaller, like but, can you yes, believe it gets but it's smaller? Even smaller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're talking about Deadfield, and now we have like what two thousand population? Six thousand, yeah. Six thousand. I mean, basically two thousand. <laughs> Might as well be. Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. I know. And then to think that because well, they're right next door, so you'd think that why couldn't it just happen in Medfield? Why couldn't the Dover Demon? You know what? He might have gotten up and moved. He's probably relocated since yeah, 77. Yeah, you know what? He wanted, to, he wanted to downsize, or should I say upsize, to Medfield. To Medfield, maybe like, Westwood. He was like, all these boring children in Dover, all they want to do is bowl and, <laughs> and pizza in a cafe. I know. <laughs> and I mean, we play like DS in sports and stuff, and like they have a small high school, and they're combined. That's true. They're combined with Sherborne. Yeah. So... This is just overall very small, which to me makes everything so much more unlikely. Not that any alien sighting is likely remotely in the first place, but maybe this he is wanted even, to stir the pot. Maybe he, over. yeah, maybe, maybe he, he knew it was a sleepy little town, and he he wanted to wake some people up. He was like, "Come on, people! It's me, the Dover <laughs> Demon. Wake up!" So we're in Dover right now, and we can confirm this is not where you would expect an alien sighting to occur. No, I mean, we did a little drive around through, you know, like the neighborhoods out in the boondocks of Dover. <laughs> yeah, the boondocks out <laughs> on the little pond they have. It's like Kinkley Pond, but spookier. Yeah, it was kind of spooky, so like I could see maybe if you were there at night, you might be like, wow, there's a demon here, like somewhere. Yeah. Maybe a sea monster in maybe, the lake yeah, or something. Nessie, yeah. But th- I did not get... Um, you know, like demon vibes or, or alien those, vibes. Yeah, there's no alien vibes here, and yet no, they saw it. So 
incredibly quaint and beautiful residential areas. Guess we're just gonna have to go to Farm Street and uh, summon that bad boy. <laughs> but first, let's go to this other segment. Well, anyway, it did happen in Dover, not in Medfield, so I'm just going to have to accept it. So let's set the scene. 10 p.m. on Thursday, April 21st, 1977. William Bartlett is driving on Farm Street with his friends Mike Mazzocco and Andy Brody. On a Thursday night, who knows what the three are up to? Maybe they're on their way home for dinner. Maybe they've been out all night bowling. That sounds fun. Or maybe they're just bored. Well, if that's the case, they won't be bored for long. As Bartlett was driving, something suddenly caught his attention in his peripheral vision. He looked quickly, surely keeping his hands at ten and two, and saw a strange white creature with spindly legs, long fingers, and bulbous orange eyes staring back at him. You know, I think I know what Mike and Andy were doing that night. What what were they doing? I think they might have been tampering with some illegal substances. What makes you say that? This is this is Dover. How dare you slander the good name <laughs> of this <laughs> idyllic New England town? I mean, nothing to do, and I'm not going to call out any other people that live in small towns with nothing to do. But they might have been... This could have just been, like, a trip. Oh, are you suggesting that maybe the Dover Demon was just a collective hallucination? I mean, it was only Bill Bartlett who saw it. So, would it matter if they were all high? I mean... Think about when you call the police and you're like, I saw a demon in the woods. And they're like, yeah, sure. Like, come on. No, they didn't see a demon in the woods. This was like... But it was only Bill. Maybe Mike tucked and rolled out of the car, quickly pretended to be a demon. And then by the time Bill looked back to the road, Mike was already in the car again. Maybe. But who knows? Interestingly, like I just said, neither Mike nor Andy are reported to have seen the creature. Can you imagine being one of those two, being Mike or Andy? Your friend makes the most important discovery of a lifetime and you just completely miss it? (laughs) That would be so tragic. I would never forgive my eyes for not looking that way. Anyway, Bartlett went home understandably distraught, according to his dad, and naturally drew a picture of what he had seen. Looking at this picture, I would describe it as Steve Buscemi with hands instead of feet. Jeez. In all seriousness, the creature is pale, peachy-colored in some places. It has long, thin fingers and a gigantic head. Bartlett described its skin as looking like sandpaper. Ouch. According to Bartlett, its eyes were glowing like orange marbles. Thoughts? Now I'm, like, thinking, okay, Stranger Things, one person sees the, like, demon, the creature, whatever, and they're like, oh, no, like, it's not real. And then they get sucked into a tree or whatever. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and then suddenly they're in the upside down. <laughs> I mean, is that where Bartlett went? <laughs> Bill? <laughs> Billy, are you okay? Are you in the Billy? upside down? <laughs> Maybe Steve Buscemi was trapped in the upside down, and he escaped, and that's why the Dover Demon looks so much like him. Oh, my God. It's just Steve. <laughs> Shoot. Poor Steve. I mean, where has he been recently? I haven't seen him in many movies. I mean, in Stranger Things, they did target a small town. They could have... That's true. Stranger Things was a remake of the Dover Demon. You're, you're right. This is my... I, I absolutely agree. Folks, Stranger Things was a rip-off. Some people would probably be quick to shake this off as nothing. But then, two hours later, 15-year-old John Baxter spotted the creature while walking home from his girlfriend's house. According to Baxter, he at first thought that the creature was a short friend of his. <laughs> well, God, what, well, God, 
on that later. However, it turned out to be some weird creature, which Baxter, like Bartlett, drew when he got home. Because he'd seen the creature as a silhouette, his drawing was in black and white. But the resemblance between his and Bartlett's creature was still striking. It had the same huge head, the same glowing eyes, the same spindly fingers and toes. Personally, I think it's interesting that both boys' instinct was to draw what they'd seen, but that's just my opinion. I mean, the thing with the glowing eyes, I think, is hilarious, because whenever you're driving down a road at night with your headlights on, and you, like, maybe come across a deer, a coyote, a dog, what have you, their eyes, like, reflect the light from your car, so it could have just easily been someone's car lights hitting, like, the eyes of a coyote, or, I don't know, a neighborhood dog. But John isn't in his car. He's walking home from his girlfriend Sally's house. Her name wasn't actually Sally. I don't know that for a fact. Well, maybe there was another car on the road. Perhaps, but he was walking through the woods. I also think John took an edible that morning. Oh my god. Not everybody can be high. Well, it sounds like it. You know I, I don't know, because this is suspicious or to me. Because is real life. Yeah, true. But this is suspicious to me because they both drew it. Like, I understand why you'd want to do that, to show people what you saw. But it just strikes me as odd that you get home and you're like, Mom, Dad, where's my paper? Grab the paper, grab the, grab the pencils, grab the pencils, grab the pens. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta draw this guy. Like, what? Well, okay, I am also like, I'm envisioning our drive through Dover. There's a lot of wooded areas, a lot of fields, a lot of also, like, horse parks, whatever that is. Yeah, that's true, like horse farms, yeah. So I think there's a good chance there are a lot of, like animals running around the woods that's true they could have the seen road. they could have seen like it may- could have been one of the horses from the horse it could have, oh my god you're right it could have been the horse they, they escaped <laughs> <laughs> it's not steve Buscemi. it's a horse case case closed no but but seriously i i think that there's a pretty big chance here that john baxter and bill bartlett were communicating about this yeah but let's move on to this next part and we'll find out But we're not done at John Baxter. The next night, 15-year-old Abby Brabham was being driven home by her friend Will Tainter when she presumably saw the same creature standing on a rock wall. See, I told you they have a lot of rock walls. Her own drawing, I don't know what the heck is up with the drawings, but whatever, is the wild card of the three showing a creature standing on all fours. She also described its eyes as green rather than orange. I feel compelled to comment that Abby's drawing skills were seriously lacking, However, for all intents and purposes, we can assume that her sighting was the same as the other boys, since it shares enough of the common features, except, of course, for the green eyes. But that makes me go think back to what you were just saying about how your headlights reflect on animals' eyes. Yeah. If you move, like, certain angles, their eyes could look either green or orange. Exactly. So yeah. it sounds like reflecting light. I know. And also, like, how... I think it's so funny that we're relying so heavily on a 15-year-old teenager's, like, drawings. And it became, like, a worldwide scale. Dover. Some girl drew a picture of a demon and that. <laughs> it couldn't possibly over. be an animal. Who would, who, what kind of person would make up a story about an alien sighting just for the fame? Who I would mean, do that? Also, we're talking about the sleepy town where all there's to do is go to mass every day. Like, <laughs> these kids definitely met up and were like, let's stir the pot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could not agree more. Yeah. Although the three witnesses have been considered credible since the initial sightings, many people, of course, have their doubts. For instance, Bill Bartlett's teacher apparently said that if anybody were to pull something like this, it would be Bill. 
Additionally, let's keep in mind that these are three teenagers who live in boring, nothing-to-do Dover, Massachusetts, like you were just saying. Mm -hmm. If I were them, I probably would have wanted to shake things up a little bit, too. Other people have suggested possible explanations for the sightings, assuming sightings were actually made. Some people believe it was most likely a fox with some skin condition like mange. Others suggested it was a baby moose. In fact, an old drawing of a moose from Bernard Grimzek's Animal Life Encyclopedia looks shockingly like what Bill Bartlett drew and what Abby Brabham tried to draw. Tried to draw, that's funny. But I think that's so funny that Bill Bartlett's teacher was like, oh, classic Bill. Classic (laughs) Billy making up animal sightings. (laughs) Alien sightings, excuse me. I mean, I can totally picture this, like, going around Medfield High School. The teachers are, like, getting in on, like, the drama. I know. That's true. I wonder who would it be in our school. I know. I, I feel like I wouldn't put it past myself to do this. <laughs> I'm just gonna be completely honest. <laughs> classic Grace. Classic, uh, classic uh, Grace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but seriously, I think that that moose thing is super credible. Like, if you look at this photo that we're talking about here, it, it's it's almost uncanny. I mean, it looks exact. The head shape, as compared to Bill Bartlett's head shape on his drawing, is like exact. But weren't we saying like long, skinny fingers or something? But. If you're looking really quickly, like, he was driving. He couldn't possibly have been staring that long. True. And also, if they're, you know, because Abby saw it on a rock wall, and... What was his name? John John Baxter saw it, like, standing by a tree. But although John Baxter did say it was standing upright, but, I mean, he... this. But, I mean, dogs walk on all fours, but they still, like, can stand on the back legs, like... That's true. Maybe it was just, like, leaning up on the tree to get, like, a snack. From yeah. the upper branches. Yeah. Although I've never known a moose. I was going to say, I, I've never known a moose to walk around, you know, around the woods. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> never know. Well, maybe they used to be here, and now they're, like, less common. But I didn't think about that there. I don't think there are very many the moose fox, here. The fox sounds pretty realistic. I was also, like, originally thinking, like, maybe a deer. Yeah, because they have a, a head shape similar to moose, so... It, and they're and in the they're same like family. Skinny, like in some areas that's of their true. Body, so like that's where some of the skinny fingers. And like they do have like the two separated toes. So maybe it could look like fingers, but yeah, I, I mean, really, <laughs> really, I think this is, if not a hoax, I think that this was just some animal, and they all freaked out for no reason. We're like, quick, let's draw it. Go, go, go. Contact <laughs> the police. Contact the newspaper immediately. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just really blown out of proportion. Maybe they knew it was an animal. And we're like. That looks enough like not an animal that to I make could some news off make this. some news. I could stir the pot. Yeah. Get things exciting over at DS. Yeah. We need some excitement in our lives. Oh, yeah. They said as they plotted. <laughs> Billy <to> said. <laughs> fabricate. Yeah, Billy said as he fabricated an alien sighting. Oh, Bill. Silly Bill. Luckily for us, we have somebody in the school who has some insider information. So we're going to go to Madeline Chamberlain. So... My dad, Scott Chamberlain, uh, grew up in Dover in the 60s and 70s, and according to him, uh, what the kids would do for fun is they would hide in the bushes and just jump out in front of cars in the night to, you know, scare the drivers. As you do. As one does. (laughs) When you grow up in Dover (laughs) and there's nothing to do. Um, And so according to my dad, um, this girl decided that one night, um, she was going to like jazz it up and she was going to put on like goggles and flippers and jump out. And according to my dad, like that, you know, iteration of the jumping out of the bushes was 
what this kid perceived to be the Dover demon. Okay, so this means that we're presented with three options. It was either a moose slash Steve Buscemi, or <laughs> a, a girl, a horse, horse, a hoax, or a girl, a girl with slippers and goggles on her face. That actually makes a lot of sense because of the reflectiveness that they were talking about That's with the true. goggles. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Well, at any rate, I'm leaning very heavily towards it being a hoax. But Let's go check it out. But tonight. just yeah, just in case, we're gonna go over to Farm Street in Dover, and we're gonna summon ourselves a demon. Let's go find him. Let's go. Okay, so we're in Dover on Farm Street, and we're gonna see if we can get the Dover Demon to come out. We're so we'll find him. We're gonna we're gonna find him for for all of our listeners. We're in a nice and it's going area. to be maybe a little sketch, but I'm not afraid. Of the Dover Demon. I'm not either. We're in the woods. We pulled off into this secluded little trustee's spot. I think that I could see the Dover Demon being a trustee. He lives in the woods. He wants them to be well kept. Damon? Damon. There's also a path here, so like, why wouldn't he gravitate towards true, this area? True. True. It's so easy to walk here. Damon? 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 Has a little picnic table. He's definitely had lunch here before. <laughs> this is where he hosted his last Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> He's been here. I can smell it. Damon! There's a rope! Oh, he was definitely tethered to this sign. Somebody captured him. Damon! Oh, 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 something's out there. Maggie, did you hear that? Was that the demon? It was actually me throwing a rock, but it could have been the demon. <laughs> you know who might have thought it would, that would have been the demon? John. Mm, John Baxter. Billy. Yeah, I mean, he confused it for his short friend, so I think that he could probably think a rock being thrown was the Dover Demon. Oh, so this pond? I'm willing to bet the Dover Demon has sipped water from this little stream. Maybe he's gone for a little dip. Am I right or am I right? He wants an STD. Oh, there's his house. Okay, we're coming across this oh God, small wow. shack. It's rather terrifying, and I'm willing to bet the Dover Demon is inside, so. Damon? <laughs> Damon! Damon? Oh, God. Oh, this is terrifying. Oh, there's an open door. Oh, oh God. Outside. Damon? 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 Well... It smells terrible in here. I'm not going to go inside. Yep. Okay, I'm leaving. Well, I think he's being a little shy today. Yeah, he but knows about our podcast. You never know. I have, I have a feeling when I'm out here that the demon's out here somewhere. Whether he's actually a moose or a maybe a horse. Or a girl with some flippers on. Yeah, and some goggles. Who knows? But I think Maggie and I are going to have to declare this case closed. Many thanks to the websites All That's Interesting and The Iron Skeptic for providing us with the information necessary to create this podcast.